Hey, this is Phil Lewis from LA Guns, and you're listening to Sonic Perspective. Turn it up. interview for Sonic Perspectives. Today we have on the line a very well-known figure if you're a hard rock fan, Mr. Phil Lewis of LA Guns. Phil, it's great to have hey. you here with us. Hey, how are it's you, man? It's great to be here on Sonic Perspective. It's, I'm doing good, thank you. <laughs> I know you have a new album entitled The Devil You Know, so let's get right to it. Tell us about the writing process, yeah. how it was recorded, and what's the expectation with the new release? You know, the writing process was quite a bit different from the, the record that we did before the, the missing piece. Yeah. Um, the missing piece were, were uh, ideas that, that Tracy and Johnny had been working on uh, before the reunion, before me and Tracy got together. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, but the, 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 the new one, the, the devil, you know, we wrote all together at the same time. Uh, and we wrote it, pretty much on the tour bus while we were promoting the devil, you know, uh, promoting the missing piece. Okay. And, um, uh, so I, I just, I feel personally a lot more involved in it than I did. Uh, I, I mean, I've felt very involved in, in the missing piece, of course, you know, um, it, it you know, the, the title alone is it's, it's, it, it sums up me and Tracy. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I feel a lot more connected to this one because I was in it from the foundation. Yeah, I guess the, the end result does show that uh, there was more of a collaborative effort. It seems to me a more sophisticated affair than the previous album, The Missing Piece. Would you agree with well, that? Well, you know, it, 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 yes and no. Um, mm. You know, The Missing Piece has got a, a lot of strings and keyboards and, and, and it's, it's, it's sort of epic. Mm -hmm. uh, This, the, the the devil, you know. There's there's no no keyboards. There's no strings. It is um, old school um, four piece band with a singer. You know, three piece band. Uh, typical Zeppelin, Deep mm. Purple Sabbath kind of um, a, a template format. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you had Shane and Johnny joining in 2016, and from memory, I think this one is Ace von Johnson's first album with the band. Would you say that the lineup is a bit more stable now? Uh, well, Ace wasn't involved in the recording. He, he wasn't in the band at the time. Okay. Um, and, and Tracy uh, is in, in the studio. He, he does the, all the guitars. Uh, it, it's kind of... Uh, it doesn't make sense for him... To bring in another guitar player to yeah. play play the parts that he wrote because he already know he knows obviously he knows them yeah. so it's just quicker it's more efficient to um, for Tracy to do all the guitars in the studio but yeah when it comes to live we are so incredibly happy to have Ace Van Johnson uh, playing live with us and touring with us and promoting this record. And, uh, and when we do another record, hopefully, you know, if he's still around, he'll be on it too. 
hopefully. And I've seen the fans' reaction to Rage, the first single of the new album, and some are comparing it to previous albums like Vicious Circle or American Hardcore. How would you compare the new album against the, uh, the overall Elegance discography? You can't compare it to American Hardcore. I, I'm not <laughs> on that record. Uh, you know, it doesn't, that's not L.A. Guns. You know, it, yeah. it, it's a, rather like um, Tales from the Strip isn't L.A. Guns either. Okay. You know, it's, I did I did it, and I'm, I'm I'm proud of it, and it's a great record, but it's not L.A. Guns. Mm. And, um, you know, it, L.A. Guns has had so many, something like 40 members. Mm -hmm. uh, different people are out there that say at one time they were a member of L.A. Guns. Uh, and and you know what? It's that's so that's so crazy that it's funny <laughs> um, that, that that we've given employment to that many that many starving musicians. We should feel very very good about that. <laughs> very proud. Uh, for sure. No, no. The the truth is, mm. and let's face it, if L.A. Guns is me and Tracy together, and it really doesn't matter who else is playing as long as us two. Uh, together doing it um it's that that's what you're going to get the chemistry and uh it took me 15 years to learn that it took mm -hmm. me five minutes five seconds to realize after I, when we played when i played with him after mm -hmm. such a long time apart that uh, it was too long it, it was uh we shouldn't have we shouldn't have been apart for that long it was too long Uh, and and it wasn't good. It was it was disingenuous to the fans, mm -hmm. and and so you know we're back together. We 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 are on the same frequency, and we're working hard, and and we want to make up for lost time. That's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. And I noticed the cover of the album is a kind of a callback to your self-titled album in a sense. I guess you're alluding to the origins of the band, not just visually but sonically as well, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know that that's it, it, it's iconic. You know mm -hmm. that um, that that logo, that cover, the shield yeah. with the guns and the skull, yeah. uh, of course. And and um, you know, I have to give credit to our manager, mm. Scotty Ludwig. We were when we were working on it, we were had several album titles while we were recording. Mm. Working titles, not real titles, just a working title. Mm. The first one was isn't wasn't yesterday, wasn't tomorrow great. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it seemed like it seemed like a good idea at the time. Okay, <laughs> uh, and then, and and then, then then that changed. Then we changed it to uh, gravity's gravity is in control, and we're like, oh, because that's a line in one of the songs in in going down the hole. Yeah, it's a song that goes gravity's in control. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's good. And, and, and we started to think about how we could do um, something visually with uh, uh, gravities in control. And, and of course, it didn't take too long to come up with the um, guy in a space suit floating above the planet Earth. <laughs> and we're like, we're like, wow, aren't we clever? Look, that's so cool. <laughs> and, and our manager... Scotty told us, he goes, what the fuck are you guys smoking? He goes, I, I don't want, you can't do nothing with a title like that. What are you going to make t-shirts with spacemen floating above the earth? He goes, come on, guys, give me a title. Give me something that we can do visually 
and and so the title was always there mm -hmm. uh, in the title track, "The Devil You Know." Yeah, I, I love the way you named the album because it kind of hints that uh, you know here we are, we're still the same, and we're here to rock. You know, I mean, it can't be coincidental, right? The, the way you named the album. <laughs> no, no, it, it it named itself. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, tell us about the title track, if you can. We just mentioned it uh, a minute ago. Well, at least to my ears, it shows your Black Sabbath influences. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. What we say is it's, sa it's Sabbath, but blacker. <laughs> That's a great line, man. Great line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, we, we, we are Black Sabbath disciples. Mm -hmm. uh, Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple disciples. We are, you know, we are children from the 70s. And, and you can clearly hear it in our in our music in our influences yeah. and we're very proud of that yeah i love how you alluded to uh highway star i think on the previous album i think exactly the, on the speed, right yeah. yeah 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 uh you know and and you'd be amazed how many people were angry about that oh they're like no oh how, how can you how can you rip off deep purple <laughs> i said we're not ripping them off we're praising them of course it, it doesn't get a bigger compliment yeah well Two of my favorites from the new album are Stay Away and Loaded Bomb, which for me showed the band's strength as a group and a keen sense of melody. And I hope you guys are planning yeah. to play those ones live because they're going to sound huge. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very difficult to pick one because, you know, an L.A. gun show uh, is, is people want to hear sex action. They yeah. want to hear Never Enough. They want to hear the classics. Yeah. Uh, and we want to play the classics, but there's also you know, these new songs and, and, and a challenge is to figure out what ones we can put in the set. We have three. Okay. Um, we've been playing the, the title track, The Devil You Know, now uh, for a few months. Well, we haven't played, actually, we haven't played a sh single show this year. We, need, we took some time off. Mm -hmm. But towards the end of last year, the last quarter of last year, we were playing it live and it was really good. It was going down very, very well. Okay. Um, Uh, and and so we're going to add two more songs from the record. Uh, we're going to do uh, Rage. We're going to open the set with Rage. Mm. And then we're going to put Stay Away oh, awesome. in. Yeah. in um, and then um, Loaded Bomb will probably be the next one if we can find a, a, a slot for it. That's great to hear, man. Great to hear. Yeah, I'm excited. There's a few gems in the tail end of the album as well. One I particularly like is Down That Hole, which, I don't know, for some yeah. reason, reminds me of Stone Temple Pilots a little bit. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the song that we were, uh, we took the, the gravities in control and, and, yeah. and we wanted to use that as the title. Because mm -hmm. uh, it, it's such a, it's a trippy song, you know. It, yeah. it's, it's very... Uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland, you know, it's going down that hole, you know, it's, mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, it, it's a kind of a fantasy odyssey. Yeah. And well, what can you tell us about the lyric content of the album? I think you're treading familiar territory here, at least to my ears. Uh, what inspires you from a lyrical standpoint these days? This is an angry album. This is a, a, mm. an album, you know, I, I really wanted to get away from the, uh, The, the typical vocabulary mm. from the early records, you know, the gypsy, the vampire, <laughs> the, you know, yeah. the electric. I, I wanted to get away from that. Okay. And, and I wanted to, I wanted to do something um, more personal, more, more, uh, more realistic. Mm -hmm. 
and 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 um, we Mitch Davis, who I record with, also we collaborate on on the vocals uh, on the um, on the lyrics, and he uh, he got he 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 understood that that's that's what we wanted. We wanted something a bit more mature, a little less disposable. And, and and he said like you know let's 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 be angry let's make an angry sort of pissed off mm-hmm. uh, uh you know like dri- dripping in attitude um uh lyrically lyrical record and and uh, it was a great idea it, it uh he's we we're good at it he's good at writing it i'm good at delivering it mm. uh, we have a really good team That's cool. And I've heard a lot of people say that rivalry between band members actually yields great results in the studio. We've had albums from uh, Jagger and Richards, Tyler and Perry, for example. Uh, yeah. They, they make great albums while not completely agreeing with each other. To what yeah. extent do you agree with that? And what's it like nowadays between you and Tracy, for example? Uh, I, you know, we've had, we've had too much rivalry. <laughs> you know, let's try something. Let's, just, let's, let's be peaceful now. Okay. You know, we've had... We've had We've had, you know, like Cain and Abel and the Bible didn't argue as much as me and Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, 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 uh, no rivalry. Uh, everything's cool. Mm. And, and, you know, it's, it, it, it makes for a better working environment. And, uh, you know, I can understand when guys have been together for as long as I said, like 20, like Steven Tyler and Joe Perry, yeah. you know, I can understand, you know, that after a while it becomes like a boring old marriage. Mm. Um, But it's not, if I was going to compare it to a marriage, I would say that me and Tracy are having our second honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, another great line from the interview, man. I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> and I did ask this question to Doug Aldrich the other day. Uh, why is it that fights in a band are usually between the singer and the lead guitarist? Well, because... You know, I, I I don't know that that's necessarily true, but you know that's every you know for me. Don't you think that's what the eyes of a band? You know, people that's what who they're watching. They're either watching the guitarist or the singer, and, and uh, I guess you know so. you don't yeah. you don't, you don't really get bass players with ego. Well, actually, that's not true. I've I've had <laughs> I've been had had lots of problems with bass players with egos, but um, I, I I don't know. You know. There has been rivalry with me and Tracy, but you know, hell, it was. I, I don't. I, I honestly don't think it was ever healthy. Uh-huh. This is much more. It's a much more creative environment, um, and and you know, I I don't ever want to go back. You know, if it, if that's what it takes to to write a good song, then I I, I you know I'm doing this for fun now. You okay. know, I'm I'm you know it's it's. Uh, If I'm not having fun, then I'm not going to do it. You know, I, I'm not desperate. And I'm, I am having fun. Okay. And you've had a career that most bands can only dream of. After all these years, what motivates you guys to keep writing, recording, and touring? I mean, it's not like you still need that, right? It's flattery, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All, all, all the nice, All the nice things that people say. We love that. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. There must have been a time when you kind of thought, you know, why am I doing this? What, I mean, what kept you going then when you, you thought of giving up through all these years? Um, you know, when you say I, I, doing it, it mm. you know, there, there are two aspects. There's the music and, and writing and the creative aspect. Mm. And, and I'm always, always going to do that. 
because that's I, I enjoy it. It's a hobby. It's a passion. Uh-huh. It's 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 something that I have to do. Uh, now the other aspect, of course, is in the music, and then there's the business. Yeah. And yeah, plenty times I thought to myself, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> yeah. And and uh, yeah, sure. I, you know, it's it's and that's just unfortunately the necessary evil that that comes with it. And and uh, it, it's better now. I mean, it was terrible. The old, the old days, you know, with the labels and the managers and the publicists, they, they just got in the way, man. They were just fucking things up, fucking up the flow uh, and the creativity. They were, they were instigating rivalries. Uh, it was, it was, it was really shitty time. Let me tell you. Uh, now it's, it's way better. We got control of our own career, control of our own destiny, control of our own music. And control of what the fuck we were on stage. <laughs> Was there a time when you didn't have control of what you were on stage, or? <laughs> well, you know, there, there was a time when it, it was we were heavily influenced mm. to 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 make make our hair big and wear tight black spandex. Oh, you know, and, yeah. and, and hey, and we didn't hate it. We liked it, and and we thought we looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, But but yeah, I mean yeah, that was pressure, big time pressure. That you know, if you got fat or or you know your hair wasn't wasn't right, you know, there was a lot, a lot of bitchy, bitchiness um, involved uh-huh. back then because it, there, there there was so much rivalry. You know, it, the stakes were so high. It doesn't matter now. Mm. Okay. Well, going back to the time when you joined LA Guns, were there challenges for you to adapt to the American lifestyle? I mean, musically, I don't think there was any difficulty because you sound so American, unbelievably American, if you might, if I may say so. But music aside, was it well? Difficult? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I challenge. I you know, I suppose you know, it was a huge leap of faith. Hmm. Um, and and you know, when I first did it. I first came over, I thought, if I'm lucky, I'll maybe have two, two months, six months, nice holiday. Mm. And I go back to England, I go back to London and hey, you know, it was, it was a, it was a fantastic time. It was a great, great um, experience. Uh, but that was, you know, I mean, get into like, that was decades ago now. Um, at no point did I ever miss England. I've got to be honest. I, I never like got homesick. I, you know, I didn't have much of a family life there anyway. So it wasn't like, you know, I, I had relations that, you know, made it difficult to leave. It was easy for me to leave. Right. Can you imagine what it must be like to, to be from another country to land in Hollywood at mm. the height of glam to join the band? Everyone's watching, mm. uh, To, to get the record deal and to get on a tour bus with these four guys that I, I didn't really know that well. I mean, I knew them. We played shows and we played, you know, but, you know, really getting to know somebody. Mm. As the tour bus pulled out of Hollywood, uh, we got the Van Halen playing. Wow. Um, and and it, we were playing it loud. Mm. And, and it was like, this is the start of a great, adventure wow man was van halen as big in the uk at, at the time i mean did you know how big they were in america or yeah 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 i was yeah. a huge 
uh, yeah, they, that was they, uh, Van Halen were huge in England uh, before I joined the band. So we, you know, I, I, there was no argument for them. Mm. Um, for me, listening to Van Halen, I, I wanted them to listen to Alex Harvey, <laughs> and they did. <laughs> But you know, it was it was a, it wasn't nowhere near as dynamic as Van Halen. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when it comes to the music, I mean, did you feel comfortable with the elegant style from the very beginning? I'm asking because, well, there's of course a distinctive style between the British hard rock and the American one. Like if you compare, like Thin Lizzy, Slade, White Snake with uh, mm -hmm. Cinderella, mm -hmm. Van Halen. I, a, I thought of us, you know, what we were doing as fusion. Mm -hmm. um, musical fusion, you know, I, I do have, uh, you know, you, although you say I sound American, I do. And, but there are times, you know, when, when it's very obvious, uh, it's, it's an English singer. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be in an American band, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't want to be in a, in a, in a, 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 a plodding, slow, uh, shuffle, Thin Lizzy type band. Uh -huh. I, I didn't want that, you know, and I love Thin Lizzy, of course, but that wasn't for me. I wanted something way more dynamic. Okay. Okay. And, well, this year it seems we'll have once again two versions of Elegance, like we had a few years no, ago. No, that's not true. You know, to, for, for there to be another version, they have to do a show. They have to play a song, which they haven't done either. There is not two versions. Now, okay, I admit, There's, a, there's advertised for an event, uh, a, a band called L.A. Guns that isn't us. But I'll bet $1,000 that that show doesn't happen. <laughs> well, I guess from a fan standpoint, it's very frustrating, man. And, and I understand your frustration as well, because it, it sounds, I don't know, it devalues the whole thing. But, you know, I definitely see your point. Definitely. So It's that... a horrible, I'll tell you, I'll tell, no, no, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll address it. It's horrible. Yeah. M M3, the, the musical event that happens in Baltimore, mm. where all that bands from the 80s, all the hair bands play, get together, invited us to play. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, unfortunately, because we were too far away playing a, a show the night before, we couldn't do it. We, we politely declined I and see. said that we would do it some other time mm -hmm. next, the, the following year. Um, but that wasn't good enough for the organization. So they, they got upset and they called Steve Riley, the old drummer who does have legal right to the name, but not moral. Uh, and, and they, they, they asked him if he would be interested in, in doing a slot at the event uh -huh. and very, very stupidly, he agreed to do it before he really thought about it. <laughs> Because he, he, he hasn't played a show in five years. He doesn't have a band, doesn't have a singer. Um, and, 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 and the show's in five weeks' time. Jesus, man. Well, I, for one, I'm glad I'm talking to the real elegance right here, right now, man, <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> no, you know, it, 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 it was a shitty thing to do to me, you know, and it was just, mm -hmm. to, just to fuck with me personally. And um, I hate that. But, you know, there is a little jealousy because yeah. L.A. Guns, you know, we're doing our own thing. We're distancing ourselves mm -hmm. from the pack, from the, from the hair metal um, packages. I we see. don't want to play. We don't want to play festivals. We mm -hmm. don't want to play mm -hmm. these things. We want to play our own shows and we want to play long shows. What we really want to do 
is play Friday and Saturday, Monday and Tuesday at the same venue. So we can play a classic night and then the following night, all the new stuff. Oh, okay. Interesting, other stuff. Killing Machine, you know, things that, you know, we just don't have time uh-huh. in one night. So and because we are doing, because since we agreed, when we agreed to do the reunion, that we weren't just going to be another 80s metal hairband on the nostalgia circuit. Uh-huh. And, 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 and a lot of bands and a lot of organizations have a really hard time accepting that. And um, consequently, you know, things things get a little nasty, and 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 that's that's the the situation here. I see. Well, changing the subject a little bit slightly, <laughs> one of the first gigs okay. you had uh, uh, before joining Elegance was with with uh, Bernie Torme, who eventually replaced Randy Rhodes in Aussies and Aussies band, and he yeah. passed away this week, right? He did sadly. Yeah. What kind of memories do you have of working with him? I have fantastic memories working with him. He was just a great guy. He would, um, I, I learned, learned so much from him. He was an awesome music teacher for me. Um, a nice guy, sweet, sweet guy, gentle guy, quiet spoken guy. Mm. Um, I, it, I was in a band in London called Girl mm. in 1980. Uh, we were around at that same time as the new wave of British heavy metal. Um, and, and the band, it was, a, it was a good, it was okay band. It was a good band. It was a glam band. Mm. Unfortunately, a glam band in, in right in the middle of the new wave of British heavy metal, which is all denim and leather. Yeah. And, and that, you know, like uh, <laughs> dudes, you know, sausage fest, you know, it was just dudes <laughs> with long hair and, and, and leather and, and, and the denim jackets with all the patches of the, the bands. And that was the uniform. And, and of course we were wearing, you know, like, pink silk suits and uh, they hated us <laughs> <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> hated us. Yeah. um but you know um so anyway my uh, girl lasted for two years mm. and then when it was over uh it was that was pretty much the end of i thought the end of my career um i tried to 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 do you know put bands together but all, all the record companies in england They wanted Duran Duran, they wanted Culture Club, you know, they wanted the clean 80s uh, crap, wham, okay. stuff like that that came out of England at that time. Uh, and um, so, you know, I, 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 was, I was alone, you know, nobody wanted to work with me, nobody. And then I got a call from Bernie mm. and, and he just, you know, I, I'd never met him. And he goes, listen, you'd be interested in coming and singing for me, doing some shows. And uh, I heard of him, of course, uh, but I hadn't heard any of the songs. So he, he sent me over a cassette, uh, the old cassette, and I listened to it. And it was like, oh, my God, this is great. We're going to have so much fun. I love these songs. And, um, you know, he, he basically, you know, when no one would talk to me, no one would take my call. I was poisoned. He, he took a chance on me. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that. Uh, I, I, I always appreciate it. Okay, he, he'll be sadly missed, of course. He, indeed, he will. Yeah. Well, and going back to Elegance, since you and Tracy joined forces once again, there's been a lot more interest in the band, and you're touring a lot more, uh, it seems. What is the plan now yeah. after The Devil You Know is released at the end of this month? 
Well, we're going to, you know, continue touring, uh-huh. but it's not going to be, we're not going to tour as, as, as much as, as we did for the, the missing piece uh-huh. because we want to do our own shows. Okay. We want to play, we want to play venues that, that will accommodate our, our uh, what we want. We want to play for a long time. Thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you so much. All okay, the best cheers. for the new release. Bye. All right, folks, we're wrapping up this interesting chat with Phil Lewis from LA Guns, which I hope you enjoyed. Before you go, I want to ask you to subscribe to our YouTube channel to be up to speed on all our interviews and our Talking Perspectives podcasts. I also invite you to like us on Facebook and Twitter and check us out on www.sonicperspectives.com. We're going to leave you now with the song Rage from the new LA Guns album, The Devil You Know. Take care, guys, and see you next time. Coming up, y'all!